want to say? Testing? No, no, Robo, whatever the fuck you said, oh. What? That sounded like Italian. <laughs> probando, probando, si, 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 si. Si. Huevo. So we're recording with two microphones. First time we've done this. And I, oh, I love this. I can like swing this microphone around. I feel like a star. So I can look around. Yeah. I, do you feel like a real professional now? I mean, I am. You know, but <laughs> you are. What what makes you a real professional? I'm a star. I, that's what you, I oh, you're a star. Yes, of course you are. Of my mom. You're, you're <laughs> my mom's. You're your mom's my little mom's star. star. I know. Well, you're special. <laughs> <clears throat> what was <clears throat> that? I'm ready to be the star. You know, I okay. want my voice to sound great. You gotta be ready to be the star. I mean, I was born ready to be the star. I don't even have to clear my voice. I'm just good to go. <laughs> this is turning into a competition, isn't it? No. Yes. Everything's a competition. Um, okay, Sponge. yeah. So we got... It just feels good to have this. I feel like, you know, I need my... Do you my, feel like... I need my... You know when oh Winston, when he's like, oh, now to no. whatever her name is. It's not Rhonda, but like Rhonda on the on the 9-5. And she's like, oh, oh, what's happening here? <laughs> Hell <know>. no. <laughs> whatever. And then he's like... Oh, language, like keep it PG thirteen or whatever he says. That's a really funny I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna post that clip on the on the Instagram. The best part I love is when so much. The best so part is funny. when he's practicing his cup voice on the cup voice on the mirror at the end of the episode. His what voice? Cup voice. Cup. Cup? Yeah, he's a cup, right? A police. Oh cop. Wait, that sounds just the same. You said it sounded like you said cup, like a cup you drink out of. And what is the difference cop. between cup and cup? Cup, cop. Up, op. Okay. All right, he's practicing his cop voice. I don't remember that part. That's not hitting me. I'm thinking of him doing his radio station. He's saying his fake he, radio he's station. He's trying to say, hey, I know. Two episodes end with Winston, you know, doing something ridiculous, funny. Mm-hmm. And one of them is practicing his cop, cop voice good that was better it's so the same thing he's trying to say handcuffs to like super fast handcuffs 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 wow that's a hard word to say fast no he's doing it in the mirror he's like handcuffs he keeps like raising his hands and like talking to the mirror it's so funny it's really funny i don't remember that part i don't really yeah my voice just went up because my throat is dry and i just oh my god my water is so far away from me (laughs) (laughs) yeah why'd you put it over there it's okay hey you want want me to get it you want this no 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 it's okay you want this uh no i'm actually warm really Mm -hmm. i'm cold well now i'm good now usually i'm cold oh hi rory baby how's it going um okay so i just realized last episode i never introduced the podcast last we just talked last episode yeah i didn't say this is No Comprendo. So, for anybody listening, <clears throat> welcome to No Comprendo, a podcast where we talk about things and... Things? Why, why don't you introduce this podcast? No, I once? cannot do that. Yeah, come on. Uh-uh. Why do I have to do it all the time? Because you know what to say. I, I don't, don't know what to say. I'm just making it up. It sounds ridiculous. Come on. Wait, what should I say? Just... Tell them the name of the podcast and what it's about. Yeah, what is it, what is it about? <laughs> That's, actually, this is the question. Actually, funny part, my friend was just asking me, you know, in Spanish yep. when I was talking to him earlier, he said, 
um so what's the name of it and like i because he's been thinking about doing a podcast for a while mm-hmm. or his his dream he said really mm-hmm. oh, he wants cool. to do, he should do it anyway so he was asking about it and i told him actually what i'm supposed to do right now so welcome to no comprendo mm-hmm. podcast or no no yeah. it's not necessary to say that right welcome to no comprendo um this is ramon martinez campos i'm amanda flynn the okay. one and only. Actually, there's a lot of them in the phone book, but never mind. A lot of what? Amanda Flynn's out really? here in the world. Yeah, it's a very popular name. Well, can you imagine my name, Jose Martinez? <laughs> <laughs> it's like pretty it's, basic Mexican. It's like John Smith. No? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. they stopped me on the border two times for that. That's so funny. But the thing is, I don't. I'm not saying this to the audience, but you know, my, I, in Mexico we have two names, usually. Mm-hmm. And two last names, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't go for I don't I don't go with Jose. I always say Ramon Martinez Campos, but my full name is Jose Ramon. So basically, if they see Jose Martinez, <laughs> so Amanda Flynn's there are a lot. You know, mine is more. Mm-hmm. And um, and we're here with um, some exchange of cultures, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Exchange of cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, living here, I feel like there are so many things from Mexico that are that are still with me, mm-hmm. and there are so many things also that I kind of have adapted to yep. while I'm here. So yeah, it's a good exchange. Yeah. How are you? I am good. It was a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you doubt it, but okay. <laughs> no, I am good. I'm starting to fade, but I'm good. It was a good week. It was a good weekend. I'm tired, but yeah, he's late today, huh? Matt, this is like the latest we've ever recorded. Why are you so busy teaching and competing, going all over the world? Sorry, I'm sorry. Just you know, you're going away again this weekend, right? Is this Atlanta? Yep. Yeah. Are you excited? Is the weather nice there? Uh, it's Georgia, so it should be warmer. Yeah, Georgia's like right above Florida. Oh, I think. Cool. So I'm terrible at geography, so I don't know where anything is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. Niagara Falls, which is on the border of New York and Canada, was in Washington State. You thought it was all the way there for a really long time, like till I was like (laughs) mid teenager. That's how bad I am at geography. But I know some of the places I've visited. Like I know where those are on a map. The rest of it, nope. Mm. I remember once (laughs) I was (laughs) I was on this flight. I went to a wedding. And I was flying back, I think, and I was sitting next to this really cute guy and he and I were chit chatting and he was like, oh, where, um, where are you coming from or whatever? And I like told him and I was like, yeah, and now like, I don't know where I am. Like I'm in Milwaukee and he was like, we're in Minneapolis or something. It was like something completely different. Really? And I was just like. I don't know. Like, how old were you? We're out in the Midwest. What do you mean? It was like I was in my twenties. Okay. I don't know. All those places kind of blend together to me, unless I've actually visited them. What's that noise? That's um the heater. Oh, okay. The heater makes a lot of loud, weird me. noises. Um. So anyway. Yeah, you're going to Atlanta. I'm staying here. <laughs> Uh, I'm so ready to get out of here, go on a trip, do something. I think that's why. So I'm redoing my apartment. I just have realized that 
everything I have in the apartment, it's like all stuff. Well, not all of it I like. Like some of the things are free, like my couches and whatever. I didn't like buy custom. But a lot of the stuff that's in here, like the artwork and whatever, is all stuff that I liked and have had over time. But it just doesn't like serve this space and what I want this space to feel like in my life right now. So I'm going to try and redo like everything, like move it all around, put like new covers on the couches, do new wall art. I got this rug at this antique store that I found the other day, um, which is amazing. If anybody knows where I live and wants to know about a great antique store, send me a message. Um, And so, yeah, and I'm going to like do a whole bunch of I was looking up pinterest tutorials i'm gonna do a whole bunch of like repainting and spray painting furniture so i think that's part of my because i can't go anywhere and i want like a change of environment i think maybe that's why i'm so inspired to change my house right now because i'm just like desperate to not feel like i'm stuck in the exact same place does that make sense of course it does yeah it does so I think that's why I'm going so crazy. But I moved all this furniture on. It looks good to me. Saturday, thank you. And I was pretty By proud yourself? of myself. Yeah, because that that bookcase is freaking heavy, and I made Mr. Frederick Hoskins when we were dating move a bunch of this furniture around in my house, and he got really annoyed because I had to move the couches a couple of times and the bookcase only once, and he was like, "I'm not doing it anymore. We're not moving it anymore." So Fred. <laughs> I moved the bookcase all by myself and the couches and the bed and what else? the bed? Yeah. You know, it's usually over there. And what else did I move? Basically pretty much everything in this apartment. It's not finished though. I've got to get more furniture and move some more things around. But anyway, that's the main thing on my mind right now. Cool. It's like redo the house. Spring's going to be coming. I'm going to be opening up the windows. Do you think we're going to have more snow? Probably. I don't know. It's just the beginning of March. Yeah, there will definitely be snow in March. Snow in May is happens. So it's like, you know. It's New England. How do I say spring in Spanish? Primavera. Oh, yes. Primavera. So pasta primavera. Pasta? Spring pasta. Pasta Pasta primavera is like a dish. What do you mean? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know. Is primavera also in Italian? Maybe. Because that there are many words in, be in an Italian. Italian dish. When I was in Germany, I was having a conversation with an, with an Italian guy. He was speaking Italian, I was speaking Spanish, and we understood each other. Sometimes we had to kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, slow down a little But we understood each other. That's each, awesome. Each one with his own language. But I don't, I mean, they're similar, but it's not that easy. Yeah. Well, that's my hope, like, with Spanish is... You can hopefully under you know you can't like speak it and it's not perfect, but if you can understand somebody who's, you know, from Italy or Brazil or something that's like similar. In Brazil, it's easier for me to read it, but when as soon as I start speaking, forget about it. And really? It, and it, right, it's so hard. But Italians, I can understand huh. more. That's interesting. But Brazilian Portuguese, no, I can read it. It's easier to read it. Uh huh. But as soon as I start speaking, forget about it. It's just like a completely Wait. different. Forget about it. You don't remember that? Oh, come on, Amanda. No. Forget about it. <laughs> All right, something with a frog. What? Well, Schmidt and, and, and Elizabeth, they have this shirt. 
Oh, and, and you're he, right. And he shows up when mm. he's trying to get her back. So cute, the shirt that she gave him. Uh-huh. So that's one thing on that show, not to go off on a tangent, that as much as I love Cece, and they're obviously great together, Elizabeth was fantastic. You think so? Yeah, and she loved him when he was fat, and like then he came back, and like they were just really cute together, and she was such like a quality person that it kind of made me sad that she had to be dumped obviously Mm -hmm. but yeah anyway forget about it (laughs) forget about it um so i wanted to show you because i mentioned this in the last episode and i wanted to make sure we acknowledged it the fan mail that Alyssa sent us fan mail what does that mean oh oh fan mail mail. from our fan okay um (laughs) it i mean it, it was just like a quick note but um who was who is it Alyssa. oh Alyssa. from Alyssa. but uh she did send it to our official email so the title of it is mexican composer and hi hey y'all hopefully it's one one oh me dan brown <laughs> remember dan brown was the the fake email that i got uh-huh. that was like an advertisement essentially <laughs> so She's the only other person who have, who have emailed us. So she sends a YouTube link, and then she also says, send snowy New England coffee photos to me, please. I want to do dance. <laughs> but she sent a YouTube video because I guess this was, I wanted to, oh, it's playing an ad. I wanted to ask you if you knew who this composer was. It was somebody who was featured on, you know how Google will feature, they'll do like little drawings or whatever for uh-huh. people's birthdays or famous whoever. It's a famous Mexican um, composer. Maria Greva. Maria Greber? Greber. Do you know who this is? No, Mex- really. Mexico's greatest composer? No idea? No, really. Well, apparently she's somebody. It's Let's see. Uh, one of her biggest hits. Uh, let's see. She was born in 1894, so she was probably like... Maybe, 18? Yes. So she's not like a new composer, oh, but probably maybe, maybe that's why, what she yeah. was is she was probably like revolutionary mm. for the era that she came from and um, yeah, I haven't heard. influenced music today. Okay, so you don't know who that is. So uh, thank you, Alyssa, for pointing that out to us. We need to clearly brush up on our Mexican music history. I do. Yes, for shame. <laughs> um, sorry, Alyssa. Sorry, Alyssa. Oh, <laughs> Uh, what? Why are you laughing so much? Because I was thinking about what you did to me the other day that pissed me off and freaked the fuck out of me so much. What did what what? Remember when you're driving home late at night and you left me those voice messages <laughs> and pretended oh, yeah. that you were drunk and. <laughs> driving home from hanging out with somebody and you'd had like a couple glasses of wine or something and you're like oh i'm just a little drunk and you've never had a drop of alcohol in your life never and you were acting like "Woo, but i feel okay and i got so upset i know you and were really so upset. nervous because i was like what the fuck is wrong with him has he like completely derailed like i thought you were going through some kind of crisis and like Something bad had happened to you that was causing you to drink because you never drink. And and then when I called you on the phone, 
you kept up the act. I was like, if you feel drunk at all, you got to be really careful. How close are you to home? And you're like, I'm going to change lanes really fast. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> and I was so freaked out. And then you're like, don't you know me? Like, of course I didn't have anything to drink. And I was like, oh my God. Do you know how fast my heart is racing right now? Yeah. I thought you were legit. I I'm just really gullible. I believe people. But, you know, that's what I'm telling you. It didn't sound like you, but I thought that maybe you had gone to a dark place or something. Dark? What does that mean? Dark place? Like, you weren't weren't in a good headspace. Like, something bad had happened and you were just like, had gone off the rails there. And I was like, oh my God, he's going through something. And he's going to get arrested or drunk driving and deported. (laughs) I cannot get reported. Deported. Deported. They can't kick you out of the country for, for being a drunk. And if you got in an accident and like no, no. Mm. Only if I. You said if you get in trouble. If I do something like really like like a criminal thing, you know, like that is criminal. What? Drinking and driving. Really? Okay. It's against the law. Then they can. Big time. You can get your license taken away. Okay. Easy peasy. All right. Anyway, it wasn't real, so we don't even have anything to argue about. But uh, it stressed me out really bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. But, you know, I didn't plan it. It just happened. You were sending me some text or something, and then... I don't even know what I was asking you or texting you about. I don't know. Probably something to do with the Yeah, I just thought, well, I just went to see a girl, and I'm, like, kind of drunk right now. (laughs) But, you know, I'm not stupid. I know that everybody knows that I haven't tasted alcohol ever mm-hmm. in my life right so i knew how to get you as soon as i started talking i was like yeah you know i never done it but today i just felt like it and i, I, I started changing my voice and oh my god it was so stressful so do you want to tell people why you've never had any alcohol well i don't have a reason <laughs> well i have a i have but a, now you kind of have a reason like now ha- you say you won't ever taste it you just never wanted to right Growing so up. i have i have two i have two um theories right the number one is a logical one in this world in this life it's just that i never got interested mm-hmm. i don't think it's good for your body and there is no need to you know use anything because i feel like actually people kind of lose themselves when they have anyway i have mm-hmm. my own stupid reasons right and the other hand i remember my ex-wife told me that probably in my past lives you know a lot of people think believe in like you know we have had so many lives that I abused like mm-hmm. really bad of alcohol or something because I remember at some point I was so against it and I and I'm still trying to control it. like if I have a girlfriend and if she gets drunk like drunk mm-hmm. I can get in a very bad mood yeah like I don't I just don't like it I mean it can be or, really obnoxious sometimes. or my friends but not in a way that is like you, annoying have you been mad at me when I've been kind of drunk well, I've been, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm much better right now. Right now, I respect people. They want to drink. They want to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I doesn't, my point with what I'm saying is that I think I had something against it really bad. So that's yeah. why I, I was never even. You're kind of judgmental about it. Exactly. I was very judgmental mm-hmm. for a while. Even with friends, we, you know, with everyone. But my parents never were never really drinking. So that's why I never really got upset. Of, of but them. your friends like weren't into it growing up. Like, doesn't everybody drink? Like, yeah, a lot like of your b boys on the road and whatever. When we used to have parties, usually it was like and you just dancing and stuff like that. No but interest. as soon as no, but as soon as as soon as they will be like drinking and like going really crazy or something, mm. if it happened only a few times happened, I was really mad. Mm. 
in a few words, I was very judgmental until I started reading and, and you know, again, waking up spiritually and all these things. And then I, I realized that I was just, a, you know, I had something against it. It had nothing to do with me hating alcohol or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was just, you know, th- that judgmental thing, that judgment thing was like, why do I hate this so much? Mm. Like, I cannot even look at it. Like, I don't, right now I'm like, it's been, oh, let me drink a little bit. And I never do, right? I'm teasing yeah. people now. Yeah, um, you used to tease me. You used to text me and be like, oh, I'm going to come over and we're going to get drunk. I or know. like, oh, I'll drink at your family's at the holiday or whatever. And I like believed you. And then you're like, of course, I'm just teasing, you know. Yeah, I will never. Do. So I'm like so confident Idiot. that I will never drink mm-hmm. that I, uh, I tease people and I don't judge them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I don't get mad at you. So how do I say um, alcohol? Alcohol. What? Alcohol. 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 So you get rid of the alcohol. You, it's just alcohol. Uh-huh. You like blend them together. Right. Okay. And last week you told me how to say uh, I got drunk. What was it? Me, me pusa. Me, me puse. Pusa, me puse. What is pusa? Puse. <laughs> yeah, but what is pusa? Pusa? That doesn't exist. Okay. I didn't know if I like... Like if I were to say me pusa to someone, I don't want to be saying something. Yeah, don't. (laughs) I mean, it's not bad, but... Me puse pedo. Peda. Peda. Well, the the right way should be borracha. Well, you just told me. But but the reason why I told you... But that's slang, right? Right. I never put this back. No, pedo peda is slang. Yes. Yeah, actually, there is a more um, superficial, no, not superficial. What's the word? Um, no, not superficial. Um, clever. What's the? Clever. Yeah, more. Uh, no, yeah, clever is way too fancy. Oh my god. More, um, like more slangy. No, the opposite. The opposite. Oh, of, more uh, sophisticated. Sophisticated or, is the um, word. So sophisticated. Okay. Or clever. <laughs> Got your it's word. Ebrio. Ebrio. Or ebria. Ebria. That's drunk. drunk. Like, you know, I'm I have alcohol in my body. Okay. Ebrio, ebria. But what was the other one that you just said that started with like a V or something? Borracho. 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 Or you borracha. Borracha. And what the, does that mean? The same thing. So they both have the exact same meaning? Yeah. And pedo and peda, the same thing. <laughs> but so it's just kind of the level of um, formality Correct. as opposed to casual slang. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, so pedo being like the lowest end of it. Yeah, you will never most say it. informal. You never say it formally without. I'm not going to say that in front of your mom. Exactly. Um, even though I probably wouldn't say I got drunk in front of your mom anyway. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and then what are the other two? Me, me puse borracha. Borracha. That's the most sophisticated or formal one right yes yeah, the middle one. Oh, that's the middle one and uh-huh. what's the most sophisticated ebrio ebrio or e- ebria ebrio ebria ebria okay okay yep. cool that's the right these way these are of important things i need to know how to say while i'm stumbling down the streets of mexico city someday <laughs> you've never been there well you've been to tijuana of course I have. well i mean i i went as a baby somewhere yeah. Yeah, but i don't you have i was to go. i was like one and a half so i don't remember you have to go um anyway yeah we're gonna go once things open up um so oh so today i was thinking maybe we could talk about now that we're gonna try and be a little better at picking topics each week to chat about so unless you guys would prefer us to just we're gonna pick a topic after 25 minutes yes (laughs) maybe we should try and speed up our intro so 
I love themes and I love holidays and I love months that are dedicated to different things. And I saw somebody post something about Women's History Month, the month of March. Is March? uh, March is a month? March. Today's March 1st. We're out of February. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my Dios. I'm so excited. Who's his birthday in March of your family? Hanukkah. Hanukkah's birthday is the 13th. Hanukkah. My sister is the 26th. Oh, really? Little sister or big sister? Big sister. Big sister. Um, oh, hear that wind. It's windy. It's crazy out there tonight. I used to get scared with the wind. Anyway. Yeah, Ghosts. about March. Um, yeah, so March. Um, okay, so yeah, so Women's History Month. And I was just thinking because, you know, we've talked about wanting to talk more about our families and different people who've been influential in our lives and whatever. And so I was thinking of maybe it would be kind of cool to talk about um, you know, different women or women in our families who have been Sounds um, great. influential and, uh, you know, kind of share like a little bit about them and see how that kind of compares culturally. Um, because, yeah, very different lives and backgrounds, I'm sure, especially for like the older generations. Like we're different enough, you know, yeah. and we're just into our 30s as opposed to like our grandmothers. Yeah. You, know. you have a grandmother, right? I have one grandmother that's still alive. How old is All she? All my other grandparents are dead. Um, she's going to be 91 in August. And your grandmother just had a birthday. She turned 93. 93. And she's still great. That's great awesome. That's awesome. Is she the only one that's living out of all your grandparents? Did you know all your grandparents? Or did any yeah. of them pass? Yeah, I met them yeah. all. Even my great... Wait, how do I say the next one? Great grandmother uh-huh. great grandfather yeah yeah i think, oh, yeah, I th- I think she that. was 103 or something that's unbelievable yeah we grew up right next door to our grandparents in our little small one horse town i mean probably not as small in one horse as your town but as far as suburban america um or suburban new england anyway um and it was just I, I don't know if it was a similar experience probably for you growing up on the ranch, although more rural, um, because it was just so much fun. It was like every single day was a holiday. Like it just felt like Christmas or 4th of July because my Nana had a big pool and we had like acres and acres and acres of woods behind our house. And so all the cousins would come and stay with my Nana and my Papa in the summer. And so we would just like run all over the place barefoot. Wow. And build forts and swim Sounds and ride so our bikes cool. up and down the streets and yeah it was just so much fun and our grandparents always were like there doing fun stuff like for us and with us like my nana she like helped teach me how to like sew and make dresses and stuff for like my sister's dolls for christmas and she always used to help us like decorate our birthday cakes and we'd do like disney figures on them and make these really cool cakes and that to me i still like to make my own birthday cake i think it's so fun Cool. I'll make you a fancy cake for your birthday yeah, you this should. year. Yeah. Um, so, because I know you've mentioned at different times, like, the ranch. And I guess I'm not sh- clear in my mind if you lived on it or if you were just on it during the summers or who, who owned it exactly. Like, how does that well, play into you don't your really, childhood? You don't really own a ranch. Just land, own a little piece, you know, like a, your house or something. And it's like, oh, from that pe- part to that part is our little yep. land. And right but, now it's even But more a difficult. ranch, like here, is like a farm 
yeah. or something. And then, you know, a, a family or whoever owns like the farm, which has like a main building. And then you have whatever cattle. Oh, that's way too fancy. So, yeah. so I don't understand what it is then. Is it a farm? Do you have animals? Or when yeah, you but say the ours. ranch, is it just a piece of property that a bunch of people live on? Like when you hear ranch, you think in America, you think of like cowboys and like cattle, like someplace in Arizona out on the, you know, yeah. meanwhile, back on the ranch and you've got like, you know, <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I don't, I don't know. Meaning I never knew who was the owner of those lands. All I knew is we had the house in the middle of nowhere. But were there other houses there too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for example, we were living next to my aunts and. I another aunt, you know, a little bit separated, but kind of in the same little area, the same little land. But it was still just your family there? Well, I think, well, first we grow. I feel like I need to see pictures. <laughs> you will. And honestly, Amanda, and this is not because I want to, I don't know what's the word for it, but I don't want to be too, um, like, oh, poor me. But if you go visit and see where we used to live, Ugh. you will be like, What? Yes, this is one of the places in Mexico that I never have wanted to go to because there's no electricity or running water, and yeah. I'll be terrified. Like one time everything. I went, like <laughs> one time as an adult, I went in and I looked at where my grandmother used to live, uh, mm-hmm. used to sleep by herself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. So did your grandmother live then for most of her life on the ranch? Yeah, totally. Um, the whole yes. Yeah. yeah. All of us, except that my mom went. I was six years old. She was like, we have to move to the city. Oh, she just wanted okay. to. So that's she, when you left. She just wanted to grow. She just wanted to like, you know, start doing, um, you know, other things. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning at the ranch, I remember my mom going to my aunt to ask for some beans because we didn't have, she didn't have any to feed us. Mm-hmm. My brother and I, I remember her going and asked because we didn't have anything for that weekend or something. So there were better job opportunities and ways to like well, you just, earn yeah. in the city? I oh, think I now I think now there are ways. You know, it, yeah. it was just a lot of ignorance probably. There was not enough work um, or or just my dad didn't look enough. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would love to have these conversations with my parents someday, yeah. you know, that we haven't. But anyway... Yeah. It's really, I remember that clearly. I was but a kid and I remember that. Your family was still living there and so you would go back to visit and stuff? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Very often. Yeah. yeah but one time I went to see where my, the thing is there were two ranch. Like one of the ranch is where we actually were born uh-huh. or near there. And um, it was near a, a track of the train. I don't know how to say train. Train tracks. Train tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that actually train sometimes brings people all the way from the south and they mm-hmm. keep taking the train all the way to the north and they try to cross illegally to the states. Mm-hmm. But it's that's in the middle of nowhere, like really poor, really mm-hmm. poor. You know, like the houses are made out of um, um, uh, dirt, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the, 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 the roof is just, you know. I don't know how to say lamina. It's just like a piece of like metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like um, a, um, and really short. And it's like you know, there's a bunch of scorpions or spiders around uh, and things like that. And my grandmother was just like used to live there. No food. I'm sorry, no electricity, no water, no nothing. She will have to like walk to another where my uncle is and you know get some water. And she would live there by herself. Yeah. When did your grandfather pass away? Like how long did was she by herself? Many, many years. I, can, I don't even know when, but many years ago. Many years ago. Wow. He was the healthiest person in the world. Uh-huh. And one time he's like, 
he told my my grandmother, hey, can you go grab somebody? Because there was only one person in the ranch who had a car. (laughs) Can you go call him because I'm not feeling well? And then he just like laid down and she couldn't even do that because he just like laid down on her on her legs and he he's he's gone. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. But also kind of a great way to go when you think about it. It is great to go. And it's you know, like of to woman, be like feeling amazing and then just be like, I don't feel good. Yeah. I love you, wife. Goodbye. Yeah, he was always very tough. This type of like, oh I'm good, you know, mm-hmm. macho. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm feeling good. Now you know? we know where you get it. And from. that day was like, go get him because <laughs> I need to go to the hospital. I don't feel good. Yeah. And he didn't, you know, he just lay down on his on her legs on her lap, oh. and he was gone. And now that you're talking about women, Women's Month is that what it is? Women's History, History Month. Month. Okay. Well, I don't really know what that means, but speaking of, <laughs> I know you don't. Of that, sometimes I I talk to my grandmother actually a little bit about because she said that. Samuel is her husband, my grandmother, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. She's she used to tell me, oh, he's after he was gone, he was visiting me all the time. She's like over and over, and I could just smell him. Oh, here you are again. You know the when when I talk to my grandmother is so awesome how she expresses about him. But going into the more the women's part is, is in Mexico. Sometimes I feel like especially my grandmother and older generations, they never really got to do anything because of the machismo and this is nothing against you know my my my, my dad or my grandfather that's mm-hmm. just how it is right and i and i think and i hope things are changing mm-hmm. you know now in the country but sometimes i ask my mom my grandmother is like so is is, is my mi papa samuel i call it mi papa samuel is like my my grandfather samuel right mm-hmm. is he still coming she's like no he stopped coming a long time ago she said but he will never. He will never ever give me any money. I was just at home, and I never had any money. So every single time they will come visit me, he like will offer money because she will sometimes be like, well, "So what do you want?" Mm-hmm. And he will like offer her money after he was dead. So he will like offer her money, what? and she's like, "Why are you giving me money right now? You didn't give me money when you were alive. Just get out. You know, just leave me alone." So did she just feel his presence, or did she like ever see spirits or? Um. She heard him like she, that's what she hmm. like. Yeah, I, 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 it's not through dreams. Yeah, but it was very interesting how he was there and she could hear yeah. him, yeah. you know, offering him money, like offering him money, hmm. offering him money. And she's like, no, you tr- like you didn't give me any money when you were alive. Yeah. So that kind of makes me think of like how unfair has been for women in latin america or i actually i guess in many places around the world I mean, but in latino and yeah. i'm and i'm and continually in plenty of areas you know yeah um i mean <laughs> i mean i feel like my life has been very comfortable and you know cushy and whatever and i've still gotten into circumstances even in like the ballroom industry i feel like sometimes like it's a man's world and as like a teacher especially like when i was in fred astaire and stuff i like the female teachers like i just we weren't valued and treated the same way hmm, interesting. It, it really it really bothered us well the, the regardless of what industry i think it's just in general you know men yeah absolutely. men you know and and, and no honestly what well my, it's not even it's not sorry i'm interrupting it's okay you. go ahead it's not all like you know intentional it's just that the way the world was set up and kind of evolved 
you know, over time and guys were the bosses and it's just taking a really, really long time for there to be like more equality and opportunities. It's the thing is, it's not everybody just being assholes. What I do. (laughs) Right. But what I do believe is like we need to really wake up as a men Mm -hmm. or human beings that is not just about like um like women you know i don't know what they were standing up and saying you know you have been treating us really badly now i hate you you know Mm -hmm. men now you are just the balance is like this now it goes like that the other extreme so and and now men get offended and Mm -hmm. you know they're like oh you know violent women they want to you know change this i I don't agree with either one all i'm Mm -hmm. saying is as a man for example we have to not pay attention to all those movements. As a man, I pay attention to how I treat, how even how I even feel. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, for example, as a man, you when you're a little kid, you know they they show you that she has to be the princess one, mm-hmm. and she's the pretty, and, and you know like this. Since then, you already start putting programming yes. things in your head. Like, yep. like if I have like a, this pretty girl, right? And then, actually, I'm gonna give you an example. I'm not gonna say names, but I was dating this girl who was like really sweet, and like I looked at her like a like a like a very i don't know soft and, and delicate and flower delicate flower exactly <laughs> like very, i was like so in love and then one time i heard like you know she did that she whistled mm-hmm. and i was like whoa i didn't like that and then as soon as i said i didn't like that my consciousness come came right away I'm like that's a machismo thing mm-hmm. because i don't want her to be that i want her to be still the pretty princess that i thought you know what i mean yeah. so that's what men need we don't need to be i mean i even do it in the opposite way in my own sexist tendencies where i will because i'll belittle women for acting like women and i will sometimes harass men <laughs> there when they you know act in ways that are perceived more feminine or because I'm always trying to be like tough and like keep up with the boys. If they show softness or something, mm-hmm. I'll be like, you know, no si es puto. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, there you go. because I'm like reacting or retaliating in a certain way. And yeah, if somebody's not fitting whatever my gender stereotype is. I remember somebody told me about that too. She's like, well, a friend of mine, also a girl. She said, well, I'm guilty too. She's like, I hate when men are so machistas. Mm-hmm. She's like, but at the same time, I'm part of the guilt. She's like, because I hate when the man is crying. She say, I hate when they show weakness. Mm-hmm. So like, so where yeah. is this like, you know, hate against men? If if actually sometimes it's kind of like very similar. So to me, it's all about understanding really, you know, those little things. about What did it bother me? Mm-hmm. Why? And you start asking questions and you're like, oh my God, that's such a macho thing to do you know i don't that doesn't bother me anymore like someone a woman who's very strong or or you know taking care of her life that's awesome you know Mm -hmm. too is it's so going back to my grandmother sometimes i will ask her and she will like cry even a year ago i was talking to her so you do remember someone and she would like cry and be like you know he was never good to me and things like that i'm like wow you know she's 93 and she was never able to express that she wasn't valued or you know and Mm -hmm. they're together because as a cultural um catholic thing or like cultural thing in mexico you know women just get married when they're 16 Mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives yeah happy or not yeah that's that's it it yeah and i'm not saying that probably today you know something goes wrong and people give up and divorce right away Mm -hmm. oh yeah i just wasn't happy anymore like people don't they they are not willing to put the work into the relationship it's a it's a little balance but also i come from a place where 
you know, there's my, plenty my, of marriages that should have ended and people yeah. who should have been able to get out of those. <laughs> and as a man, you know, I'm I'm 31 and to my son and, and, and my friends, I really want the machismo thing to get, you know, to be done. Mm-hmm. And that is the difficult thing because I have met some people who are like, no, I like when they're machos. I like them all so... You know, like they like it when we... My Jason Momoa complex. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so kind of... But uh, yeah, probably in that aspect, I'm not trying to talk about like the men should be feminine and crying all the time. I'm not talking about that. Like some to a certain point, some romanticism relationships, um, sometimes it attracts this type of macho thing. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to respecting women, I think we have to stop being, mm-hmm. you know, machos in controlling mm. because that's that's just... No, it's not good. Yeah. Including myself. Yeah. Every single time I'm with a woman, okay, I start dating somebody, jealousy or controlling, I'm like, stop, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't want to do that. Yeah. To women. So I respect them a lot yeah. and I apologize to a lot of women for how I have <laughs> been. You I have know. to apologize to everybody in my life. Um, that's interesting, though, about your grandmother. Um, I mean, yeah, it is interesting, like thinking about like opportunities and stuff. Like my Nana, she was. She became a nurse in the 50s, probably, um, late 40s, early 50s. And she was a nurse, and then she got married um, when she – was she 24 or 26? Which, to me, almost feels like kind of late to get married in that era. But um, Yeah, it's quite late. But then, you know, had seven kids, so she didn't have her nursing career anymore. But she was always like the family nurse. We would always run to her if you got a scrape or whatever. Oh, go see Nana. See if you need to have stitches. Um, and she'd bandage you up and tell you if you were broken or not and give you a cookie every time. Um, mm. Best cookies. And my grandfather gave us candy. But, um, I mean, she went through a lot of stuff. And, like, you know, my grandfather um, was an alcoholic for a period of his life. But um, he did. He, I mean, he was a great guy and he left her very well financially so um so she's been blessed in that way but um yeah I feel like the thing that for me that I see so much in like the women in my family who've come before me and my other grandmother as well because so my mom's mom you know she had six kids and her and her husband divorced and she went to work full time and would get on the train, go to Boston and support her family. And um, they all all the kids had to be very independent because, you know, they kind of had to take care of themselves because their mom was just working so hard to, like, you know, put food on the table. But, you know, it was just this amazing woman who did what she had to do. And then, like, my mom, um, you know, she raised the 11 of us and homeschooled us all on top of it. And, you know, didn't do it perfectly. She's not a perfect person, but the, just the... Oh, Wendy is the best. I know, she is. She is pretty much the best. Um, just the work and the sacrifice and everything to, like, give a life to her kids. And now we have the opportunity to, you know, whatever, do things and... Even though, like, you know, there were a million of us, so it's not like my parents have all this money to throw at us, but I've got this awesome, you know, role model in my mom, and she's always there to, like, support, and she's always big. I love you, Amanda. I support you no matter what. And, like, just what a cool thing that is to have, you know? 
Wait, your grandmother already... No, I'm sorry. Is your mom already abuela? Abuela is grandmother. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah, you're... Yeah, you're... My, my younger sister, Becca, has four boys. Oh, that's right. That's and right. then my... So this is a story that I'll probably share at some point. Um, my biological older brother has two kids now. So, okay. so I she... have five nephews and one niece. Yes, okay. she's she's Mimi. That's what okay. they call her. Mimi. Abuela. Abuela. Mimi and Papa are cool. my, my parents. Yeah, she's great. I mean, you have a lot of women in your family. Well, yeah, considering that out of the 11 of us children, 10 are girls. <laughs> and I have a lot of aunts and a lot of, yeah, pretty, pretty cool women, in my opinion. We're two and two, two brothers, two sisters. Mm-hmm. My little sister is very different than the rest of us. Well, she's almost a different generation because she's 15 right. years behind. Yep. So. Yeah, she's more awake. She even. She's more awake. It's an interesting way. Yeah, because I remember I used to get home. One time I got home with a. How do you call those things? <laughs> Hickey. <laughs> a girl was kissing my neck and I was like. I was in heaven. I'm like, this feels so good. Oh, my God. I didn't know what she was doing. She was sucking here. Like, a, anyway, I got home and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I looked, you know, this purple thing here. And my mom was so mad. Do you think that looks right? You know, she was so mad. I'm like, I just wish. And, and I don't blame. I love my parents. You know, we educate our kids with what we have. Yes. Sex mm -hmm. is a very... It's a very delicate subject mm -hmm. around some families and especially yep. mine, right? Oh, so, mine too. So that's not, maybe not as much as yours. Actually, Amanda, I have seen your, your family. Well, we are not the way we were when I was growing up. Okay, well, there's not any Nobody talked about anything. Well, okay. Now we all make inappropriate jokes and that's what she said. Okay. Well, okay, inappropriate. But <laughs> anyway. I, but I'm sure your parents talked to your sisters about it. Did your parents talk to you about it? We didn't talk about sex. Okay, we but didn't talk about anything. one thing is shyness. It was taboo. One thing is shyness, or like I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But in my family, or where I come from, it was mostly about you're not allowed. It's like it was like a bad thing. Well, for us, it was considered a bad thing outside of marriage, because it was a save yourself for marriage purity. Like my family. When I was a young teenager, was big into the purity movement, which was this thing at that time and promise rings and like, you know, people, you know, saving themselves and staying pure and whatever. OK, well, yeah, we so had that they did too, think it was bad, but it wasn't like like an angry shame kind of thing about it. Yeah, that wasn't I, from what we've talked about in the past. It seems like you got more of the sense of like shame about it. For us, yeah. it was more like, no, it's a good thing. Like, quote unquote, sex is beautiful. But it's supposed to be saved for that special someone. Yeah, that sounds a little Harry. more romantic, no? And yes, us, it was a, more it's like a lot a shame more like thing. old school, like knights and ladies, and you know, he waited for his one true love kind of business, as opposed to something negative. Yeah, no. In my case, was most more more like that. So my point is, like my little sister, for example, she has a little boyfriend, right? Mm -hmm. She's fifteen or sixteen, and um, and then she sometimes when we come home, come home or something, she's like. Mom, I'm pregnant. And of course, she's just <laughs> kidding, right? And so it's like it's like a subject that is very different from, yep. those, from those days because also my parents are not together anymore. So oh, I, guess, I didn't know that. No, they when my little sister was born, they split. Oh, wow. Yeah. So basically, 
I'm not trying to say that it was my dad because I don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was, it, it, I think it was less sensitive now that my dad is not around to, like, uh-huh. make the decisions of, like, what are you talking about that? Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have, like, this power of saying you should not be talking about certain things, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have, he doesn't feel with the power yeah. of it. Yeah. But also my mom had to loosen up a lot yes. because even she was mad when I got that thing. <laughs> instead of, instead of like sitting down with me and saying, this is what How it is. How old were you again? I think I was 11 and she was 13 or I was. <laughs> An older woman. I was, I was 13 and she was 15. Oh my God. Yeah. Older girl sucking on your neck. Anyway. Yeah, you can delete we this. We need to stop talking. And it's like because so... Because we keep talking for way too long all the time. And it's 11.30? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, we got to wrap this up. The one thing I wanted to say, the merchandise is on the way. I'm just having a little trouble setting up the store and figuring out some of these technical things. I just got a um, sample in for a very special necklace that I'm not going to tell you guys exactly what it is yet. But that's going to be in the store along with a mug. So maybe we'll release them this week. I don't know. Maybe they're released already by the time when this podcast comes out. We will see. But go to nocomprendopod.com. Follow us on nocomprendopod at, uh, on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to email us about something. Um, not that you would want to because nobody apparently wants to email us. Um, you can email us at nocomprendopod at gmail.com. We didn't do a ton of Spanish. Do you have any sort of little thing to wrap this up with? Cuiden a sus mujeres. Cuiden a sus mujeres. Cuiden a sus mujeres. Meaning take care of your women. Or no, you, that sounds a little like belong to you, but mm. cuiden a sus mujeres. Take, take care of the women near you. Your grandmother, your mom, your sisters, whatever. In Mexico, there's a big thing of, about that, you know, women and safe in many places mm-hmm. for women to just be walking by themselves on the streets, is not safe and stuff mm-hmm. like that. In Mexico, happens a lot. Mm. So please take care of them. Cuiden. Cuiden. A. A. Sus. Sus. Mujeres. Mujeres. Cuiden a sus mujeres. Vayan con Dios. Vayan con Dios, como siempre, like, as always. As always.